The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. Hello, this is Jason of the Ectoplasm Show. It is your daily paranormal news episode for Monday, April 25th. Before we get into the story I have for today, please go check out ectoplasmshow.com. You can find links to everything, including to our network, Podbelly Network. Go to podbelly.com. Check out all the great shows they have over there. Go Join our Patreon, where starting May 1st, we will be having our Tuesday and Thursday daily paranormal news episodes released there, plus extra content you'll see if you go join Ecto Plus at, I believe it's $5 a month. I just changed it, but I just moved it to $5 a month. So over the weekend, I got to cover Planet Comic Con. And I got lucky. I walked up to Ming Chen of Comic Book Men to ask him for an autograph. And he asked to be on the Ectoplasm show because I was wearing my press badge. So we did a five-minute quick interview while we were standing there. If you want to check out the video for that, you could go over to our YouTube channel. But I'm going to plug in the audio here right now so you can hear that. All right, I'm Jason from the Ectoplasm Show, and this is Ming Chen. Yeah, comic book man. What's comic going on at a, at a Comic-Con? Imagine yes. that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, tell me about the Ectoplasm Show. The Ectoplasm Show is a podcast about all things paranormal, strange, and odd. We're about to hit 400 episodes. We've been going since 2015. 400? Yeah. Congratulations, my friend. And, you know how uh, many podcasts don't survive like 10 episodes? I, yes, like I know 90% that. of them. Yeah. So Actually, I wasn't on the first 10 episodes. They kind of failed, and they brought me in as a white knight to kind of keep it going. Wow, and look at what you know. Yeah. Look at you know. That's awesome. And so, um, yes. I'm I have sorry, a I'm, take, I'm taking no, no, over. No, 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 no. What's your question? That's good. Have you ever had any paranormal experiences? Um, not really. Uh, no. There was a, we did an episode on the paranormal on Comic Book Man. I don't know if you ever saw I it. I did. I did see that. Where episode. um uh the 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 kind of joke was uh, Walt thought he saw a paranormal. Uh, I, I remember that episode, entity yeah. in the basement of the comic book shop. It just turned out to be me. So oh. yeah, I, <laughs> I just I don't yeah. To, it um, turned out to be me sleeping in the stash basement. Yeah. But. What's um, that sound? <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was me. Actually, you want to hear the whole story? I absolutely yeah. want okay. to hear the whole there's, story. Okay, there's because there's a lost uh, scene that never made it to air. Oh, so okay. We, uh, Exclusive. Yeah. So somebody brought in some paranormal equipment, uh, yeah. um, and we went and investigated the basement. And our, the store is like a hundred years old, the building, and uh, it was inconclusive, I think, as to whether there was any paranormal mm-hmm. thing. But we had concocted the storyline that we wanted to do. <laughs> Where Walt thought he saw uh, um, a troll or something oh. in the basement, and um, so we shot this whole thing where we, we hired a little person. Uh, we hired we had a smoke machine, and uh, the whole joke was <laughs> it was actually me and a towel because my wife kicked me out. Yeah. And um, so we shot that scene, and what had happened was the smoke machine set up a fire alarm. <laughs> so I'm in a towel in the basement because it was like I was living down there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and um, so the firefighters were summoned. And I'm sitting there in a towel in the basement, surrounded by comic books, 
And I'm like, well, what do you, the, the alarms are going up. I'm like, I, I go to the, the producer, like, what do you want me to do? They're just, like, just stay here. We'll figure yeah. it out. <laughs> the chief of, the fire chief ends up coming down and the firefighters, and they turn a the corner and they see me uh, naked from the waist up, except in a towel. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Oh, that's pretty And the spooky. fire alarms are going off. And we had so many toys piled up to the ceiling yeah. that we were violating all these fire codes. Oh, wow. <laughs> they were flipping out. So all this stuff was going on. I don't know what they thought we were doing, probably filming porn or something. But anyways, yeah, we found no paranormal. No? Uh, yeah, so that was probably uh, my, my paranormal, maybe the, the pinnacle of my paranormal. I don't experience. know how long you're in town for, but we're actually investigating tomorrow night at a place about 45 minutes from here, a huge mansion. Wow. I don't know if you're interested in that kind of thing. Wow, it sounds cool. I'm going to leave that up to the experts. But yeah. uh, well, how haunted is Kansas City itself as a town? Uh, there's a ton of haunted places, including the building next door. Right, uh, the, uh, the, the auditorium? The municipal auditorium, yeah, very looks, haunted. Looks haunted. Mm -hmm. looks old what about haunted. UFOs? We're talking about ghosts. Do you I believe, believe in UFOs? I believe in aliens. Uh, I thought I may have seen a couple of beams of light in the sky, but yeah. I've never had like a close encounter or anything. That's but cool. I, of course, they're out there. They're probably smart enough to not investigate sure, yet. Sure, yeah, they don't want to avoid us. We're train wrecks down here, man. <laughs> like, yeah. So, uh, one last thing before you, you know, we go, you graciously give me your time. Yeah. What about Bigfoot? Oh, I or believe like, in, like creatures out I, in the I woods. believe in cryptids, for sure. Yeah, yeah Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster, oh, the Jersey Devil, for sure. Yeah, there's a reason they've been depicted, maybe not photographed, but mm -hmm. Artist renderings. So if we make a you know an you know, sturgeon up there to your area, would you oh, go yeah. out in the woods with yeah, us? Yeah, I would, I would go look for the Jersey Devil. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, for sure. I definitely believe in cryptids. I think they're out there. There's yeah. There, um, there are genetic anomalies everywhere sure. in all aspects of life. Yeah, I, I think I think I think it, it. I think they're out there for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you so much yeah. for being part of this. The, the truth is out there, my yeah. friends. Go <laughs> and find it. Awesome. The Ectoplasm Show. I'd like to thank Planet Comic Con for giving me the opportunity to go to the event and cover it with a press pass. And I'd like to thank Ming Chen for offering to be on the show. And after that little bit, I talked to him a, a little bit about in the future having on, him on for a full episode, so I'm going to work on that. I'm also going to really work on trying to get out to look for the Jersey Devil with him. I think that will be a lot of fun. Look for that maybe later this year. Anyways, so go to ectoplasmshow.com to check out everything we got going on over there. Follow the links, including the YouTube link, to the video for that audio if you want to see the actual interview. Well, so the news we have today is... Ghost Hunter reports a severe shortage of ghosts to hunt. This is from Mysterious Universe. So it's ashes to ashes, dust to dust, funeral home to cemetery. We know where our bodies go after death. We also know that there are always more bodies to replace the departed ones. But what about ghosts? Many believe ghosts eventually leave Earth and pass over to another place. But some seem to never leave. Think of the ghosts that continue to haunt ancient battlefields. Do the ghosts that depart get replaced? Are they in danger of overcrowding? A ghost hunter in England says no. In fact, he says we're now suffering a shortage of them. We know how this could affect a ghost hunter, but does this have an impact on the rest of us? Quote, 
Since January 2020, I have contacted all places that are believed to be haunted on my app and asked if residents, owners, or staff have experienced any unexplained activity. So far, I've had almost 800 responses and even so-called very haunted places like Connorsboro Castle in South Yorkshire, the Eddington Park Hotel in Stratford, considered one of the most UK's one of the UK's most haunted that was spelled out wrong there. And Fortnum and Mason in Piccadilly, they have not experienced anything in recent years. Wonder if that has to do with not as many people in there. Dr. Paul Lee has a PhD in nuclear physics from the University of York. However, he may be better known as a professional ghost hunter born on Halloween who says he has looked for spirits since he was young. On his website, he has a link to UK Ghost Excursion Map app, which has info on many of the thousands of haunted locations in the UK. The app helped Dr. Lee in his research on the dwindling ghost population, and the Daily Star reveals one of his theories why it's happening. Quote, But it doesn't seem as though many famous ghosts are either dormant or have faded away or moved on. It could be that a spirit has a natural source of energy to begin with has dwindled away over time leaving them without the reserves to manifest anymore. It may be that ghosts can be recharged. You sometimes hear stories of ghosts suddenly appearing again after many years' absence. Ghosts that run on new renewable energy, how trendy. However, on his website and in an interview with Lynn News, Dr. Lee turns to his scientific side for an alternative theory. He points out that many commercial ghost hunts rely on equipment that could be faulty. That's true. I would agree with that. Orbs are often problems with lightings or cameras. Absolutely. Voices can be the results of extraordinary efforts to amplify faint noises that distort them into the ghost hunters want to hear. Valid point. Quote, why would ghosts resort to such difficult methods of communications if they were desperate to communicate that? in itself is a flawed thought. We don't have any clue how they can, could, could communicate, what it takes for them to communicate, and how easy or difficult that could be. Um, I, it's easy to say, well, since, since they're ghosts, they can do whatever they want and um, why would they make it hard for us to get in touch with them? Very, very flawed thought in my mind. Um, finally, he points out that he what he calls the most haunted effect. As paranormal shows like Most Haunted become popular, more ghost haunted places, hunters, wannabe hunters, new equipment, scary situations, and the like were needed to feed the TV beast. Now, while that might be true, TV aside, it also like tv's needs to entertain aside it also completely opened up people to feel more comfortable to talk about it so maybe that's why there's more not because they have to boost more for tv uh, 
I wish I would have read this before I made this the news article of the day. It's still interesting. I still, you know, I, I definitely do feel like this person's view on it is quite flawed. Um, he makes all these assumptions and then tries to take the data or lack of data and fit it into those assumptions rather than look at real reasons why some of this might be happening for him calling 800 places and asking them over the phone how the activity's been lately is far from scientific and it's also far from exclusive I would guess that for the most part, like a lot of these places, I'm sure, even live off ghost investigations and that eeriness and whatnot. But if you're just randomly calling these places, I wonder how much of a relationship he's building with that person on the phone before he asks the question. Most of the time, they probably don't want to sit there on the phone talk to some random person about the paranormal happenings there at that time they're working and i can see why they would just say oh it's it hasn't been too active lately and hung up the phone i i don't know if that's the case but it kind of sounds like it so it seems like this is just a flashy headline that this person used not the person that wrote the article, but the person the article is about to get attention. And that's my honest opinion. In my own personal life and with my own investigations over the last two years, in reference to the last 15 years, it hasn't dwindled. At least as far as what I've experienced I can't say 100% that it's gotten more, but it definitely hasn't dwindled at all. I think he just wanted this headline and looked for evidence for why he has that argument. Anyways, so if you haven't gone over to YouTube yet to check out the video with Ming Chen, go ahead and please do that. Please subscribe while you're there. And... Go to patreon.com, sign up for five bucks a month, and you will get two extra episodes a week of our daily news, plus some other perks. And yeah, I'm actually about to, I've been so busy lately. I have so much stuff to work on. I've been on six investigations in the last two weeks, and I covered Planet Comic Con, and I traveled out of town for a couple of those days so i'm just ready to rest so hopefully i don't sound too tired in this episode but thanks for listening please go like and leave a review rate and review on itunes i haven't asked for that in a long time but it does help out or whatever app you listen on you can probably leave a rating as well tell your friends about this show and Thanks a lot.